there's no place like home. We've heard variations on this our entire lives, and in general, that's true. Home can be many things, where we grew up, where we live. For soldiers and for travelers, it can be their native land. For sailors, it could be the sea. And for astronauts, just even Earth. We could consider today's feast, the dedication of the Lateran Basilica, as a celebration of home. In the early fourth century, when Christianity was made legal in the Roman Empire, the Lateran Palace, I think originally seized under Nero a few hundred years earlier, was eventually given over to Pope Sylvester I to be his place of worship, work, and domicile. In essence, it's the Pope's first home, and therefore his home church as Bishop of Rome. If we think about this in terms of today's readings, then, we see how Jesus in the Gospel is chasing the moneylenders out of the temple, which is the spiritual home of the Jewish people. In other words, Jesus chased them out for making a significant profit on the coins that people coming from further away had to change from Roman money to money accepted by the temple shop, as it were, for them to purchase animals for sacrifice. This taking advantage of the people was an abomination and desecrated the temple, Jesus said. Our first reading is from Ezekiel, who was probably a witness to the destruction of the Temple of Solomon and who knew the pain and humiliation of the Babylonian exile after the destruction of Jerusalem. He tries to place the destruction of the physical temple in an understanding that it is a physical representation of a spiritual reality. This poetic language of a temple in his prophetic vision foretells the rebuilding of the temple in years to come, which he did not see occur, for he died in captivity, probably in what is now South Iraq. The temple that was rebuilt was the one that Jesus visited and prayed in, but he saw how that physical place was no longer seen as a holy place to be free of profane activity, and so acts in what the Jewish people saw as a prophetic act, something that is so unusual that it must signify an action driven by the Lord God to foretell something probably very frightening when we find out what it is. And it is. In terms of the physical building, the temple was destroyed by the Romans under Trajan, and still only one wall remains. But even more important for us is that prophetic action of Jesus foretold his death. And after his resurrection, the disciples then began to understand that like Ezekiel telling his fellow Judeans in captivity, that the temple can be rebuilt for it is based in a reality beyond this world, a mystical reality based in God, that Jesus is the new temple, and the followers of Jesus the Christ need not be tied in to the rebuilt temple, but to what we now call the Eucharist. And so we see that when we gather as church, we gather in multiple places, not all worshiping at the same church location. The unity that we have in the Mass is tied into the Pope, and so his having a home in the Basilica of St. John Lateran is a reminder to us that we are at home in the parish and unified with the Pope at his parish home. 
signified by the priest placing a fragment of the consecrated host into the chalice to say the Pope would have shared this Eucharistic meal with us if we had all been at his parish, if we could all be together. But since we can't, we have this reminder to us of the unity we have in Christ Jesus and in the Church. Originally, it was a piece of the host consecrated by the Pope at the Basilica of St. John Lateran and then sent to the other parishes in Rome. Now it is a fragment from the presider that he consecrates at the location of every Mass. So, just as the Pope is home and thinking of us when he is at his proper parish, so too should we think of him and all our brothers and sisters in faith who aren't assembled with us at Mass today. Someday we'll all be home together in Christ. And I find that a comforting thought.